0: This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a volunteer-based community access station. For more information, go to www.radiokidnappers.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this program available through funding the Access Internet Radio project.
1: You're listening to Radio is The Voice of Hawks Bay. This is a programme called Real Wealth, hosted by the team from the Stewart Group in Hastings. It's our pleasure, as always, to have in the studio Don and Trudy from the Stewart Group. How are you going, both? Uh,
2: great. Hey, Excellent. Thank
1: you. thank you. We were just saying before we came to where we can't believe where the time has gone.
2: Mm. No, it whizzes by, mm. doesn't it?
1: it? does, it reflects a certain age, I thought.
2: I don't know why you're looking at me. Oh, when sorry. You say that, Ken. <laughs> it reflects a certain age, I thought. <laughs>
1: And anyway, before we get to talk on today's topic, which is around insurance, uh, Don, just remind our listeners about the Stewart Group.
0: I established the original company back in 1974 when I uh, took a, a role as an insurance advisor for a major mutual company in New Zealand. And after about 20 years, clients started coming to us looking for an investment advice. And some of that was linked to endowment policies that were maturing. Mm -hmm. And so our company grew from that to the extent that now we run uh, a big risk book and service that book, uh, substantial wealth management books, and we've established three KiwiSaver schemes for our clients.
1: Indeed. So you're much more than insurance, aren't you? Way more. Yes. And where are you?
0: We're in Karamoo Road in Hastings.
1: Now, today we're talking insurance and Trudy, we, how often should we look at, and no one really wants to think about yeah. this but we should be thinking about it, how often should we review our insurance covers?
2: Well we would recommend either every year or every couple of years you should be talking to your advisor. Obviously if something has changed in your world, maybe you've got a bigger mortgage, uh, had another child, that kind of thing, then you should contact your in- advisor earlier than that.
1: Normally when we take out an insurance policy in the first place, and I found it in my, my own instance, so I took out my life insurance and I never really looked at it since. Yes. And it started out being worth $200,000. And I thought, well, that's me covered.
2: never have to think that about yeah. it again.
1: And now it's worth $20,000.
2: Yes. Is your premium staying the same the whole time?
1: No, it's, it's, um, no, no, it hasn't stayed the same, but I think it's gone up actually. But, uh, but So here in my head I'm covered.
2: I see what you're saying. Yeah, and and it's not. You've been through many life phases, I I imagine, since that was put in place. So this is why uh, uh, a review is so important, so that we can adjust your cover levels that are appropriate to where you are or where you're going to be.
1: Mm. What does that involve, just coming to see you?
2: Come to see us? Yes, exactly. If you come, we basically we'll sit down and talk with you, Ken. Um, we get a bit personal. We'll ask you some questions. We'll, we want to find out where you are now in your life, but also where you're planning to go. Mm-hmm. And the plan that we have around that with insurance um, is just to kind of support those dreams and aspirations or, or goals and objectives um, to make sure if anything was to happen to you or in your family, you would have cover in place to fill those gaps.
1: Yes. Now, you're not the provider, though, are you? You're just giving me the advice and pointing in the right direction. That's right.
2: We have access to most of the New Zealand market. Mm. Um, We we know the ones that are are really good to deal with, Um, both when you're putting a cover in place, but also, more importantly, at claim time. Um, And they're the ones that we look to work with.
1: Do you find that people shop on price, though? They say, look, Trudy, uh, you know, you've given me this plan and I need this much cover. Who's the best price? Is that, is that how it works? or um, Is it not always the best price? Well,
2: I mean, I'm, I'm always looking for quality but balanced with, obviously, mm-hmm. um, people's lifestyles and what they're able to afford. Yes. Um, so we work within a budget, but we would always recommend the best cover for somebody and sit down and talk through what we, what we should go with.
1: So I come and see you. I have these chats. What does that cost me?
2: Just your time. Wow. Just That's your time.
1: Great service, isn't it?
2: Yeah, oh, thank you.
1: Big smile too, and a cup of tea, I bet. <laughs> yeah,
2: definitely. <laughs> That's right.
1: What sort of things would
0: you cover, Don? <clears throat> the key question when you're talking to someone is to say: so if something happened to you tomorrow, mm-hmm. if if you died tomorrow, and I was talking to your spouse, uh what, what information would you want me to share with your spouse in terms of the provisions you've made in the event of your dying? Mm. It's very personal to each, each individual.
1: I think we, we leave it because we don't want to think about it, do we?
0: No, we don't. Mm. But one of the interesting things is, uh, it is a morbid subject. It is. But we insure people for more than just life cover they can get health insurance. Mm-hmm. They can get income disability insurance. So uh, if they're off work, some of their um, salary will be paid by the insurer. Uh, they can buy trauma insurance. So if they have a major hiccup, a health hiccup in their life that hasn't taken their life, they can get a payment. So most of the payments that we um, – most of the claims that we are handling – Uh, to people who are alive and are getting uh, the proceeds from the insurer. That's
1: what we'd like to hear. Mm. What are some of the circumstances, Don, that we'd look at either reducing or lifting our cover?
0: Uh, Well, if if you bought some cover uh, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, and you say the average mortgage then might have been 200000 and in the interim, you've reduced your indebtedness to fifty thousand, and you've left the cover at two hundred thousand. There may be a very good reason in your world to consider reducing the cover. Mm, indeed. And so, each person—some people have doubled, doubled their mortgages in the last twenty years, and others have reduced them. So it's each to their own.
1: Yeah, and that's why we need to come talk to you guys about uh, regular updates. Mm. Yes. Yeah. What about ownership of contracts? I mean, I don't really understand that. I mean, I would imagine if I go along and take out a policy, whatever it might be, that I would own the contract. Is that is that how it should work or is that how it shouldn't work?
0: Um, <clears throat> if you are married with a family, it would be better that you don't own your own policy. Because worst case scenario is you die mm-hmm. and you own the policy and you don't have a will. It's quite difficult, there's there's quite a time frame in the the Crown determining who should get your insurance proceeds because it's formed part of your estate and they have to wait for probate. So if you're going through a tricky relationship or you just split from your partner, um, the court determine who gets the insurance proceeds, not you.
1: That is a tricky one, and it's a, it's a good segue into a question for you, um, Trudy. Mm. How important is it to have a will? And I've got a really good question for you about what Don just said, but yeah, yeah. why should we have a will?
2: Uh, for some of the reasons that Don's just been talking about is to make sure that your wishes are carried out and after you're, you've you died, it, it's then up to somebody else if you don't have a will in, in place to try and determine what you would have wanted. So this way you make sure you leave it all tidy. I mean, I think that's part of what we're doing is for our families, is, is not leaving a mess for them to try and figure out and work their way through, um, which is why getting policy ownership is important, having a will in place so everyone's quite clear about what you wanted.
1: I think a will is one of those things, it's a bit like insurance, that you, you might uh, sort out your will when you're first married or you've yes, got kids to come yes. along. And then, again, you put it in the drawer mm. and you don't want to worry about it until the big guy upstairs calls you up and they're going to worry about it downstairs. Yeah. But Don just mentioned that we should uh, have uh, ownership of the contract, in, for instance, in our wife's name.
2: Yes. What if we,
1: um, we split up, we don't think about that will, and then we, later on we die and we've got someone else in the picture, what happens there? Does that first person get the money?
2: Well, if, if the ownership is that first person, then yes.
1: Wow, that's a bit of a worry, isn't
2: it? Well, well
0: y- yes and no, because if you were splitting up, you're going to be both dealing with lawyers. Your lawyers yeah. Yes, and the lawyers would ask for a statement of assets and liabilities, which would include the assets of insurance policies that, um, say, your... your former spouse owns and that would be discussed as part of the settlement of your affairs. And normally what would happen was a spouse would have no further interest in your life and Mm -hmm. insurance unless of course she was taking care of all the children Mm -hmm. on an ongoing basis Indeed, and with uh, with the authority and permission of the husband she may well retain that cover on his life and we have some men who pay the premiums on an ongoing basis, knowing that the wife who's looking after their joint children mm-hmm. will use it to benefit the children.
1: Could I factor that into my will, though, saying that I'm married to you, truly, unless... And you oh, get I've got no get it. And you're getting the benefit of my will unless mm-hmm. I die, and or unless I take up with someone else, and then you're out. Could we
0: You 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 probably wouldn't word that with a will. No, not (laughs) quite that way. But you would amend your will at the time that you've separated from your first wife. Yeah. You'd want to leave things fair. If she was looking after the children, uh, that she would benefit from some or all of the proceeds. Mm. So it's just negotiation at the time and taking advice from lawyers. Yes, indeed. Mm.
1: So very important to have a will. And would you organise that at the steward group so I could come and see you guys, or do I need to go to my lawyer to see that?
2: We we would recommend you see, yeah. see your lawyer to do that mm. um, and get that updated. And it is something that we, in a review, typically will ask clients, A, if they have a will, and that's great if they have a will, but the second bit is how recently have you looked at it? Because we know things change over time. I was just chatting to somebody this morning, um, and they're in a new relationship, and I asked about the will, and the he had a light bulb moment where mm. he went, "Oh, actually, I know there's something I yes. need to sort out." <laughs> so it, it happens all the time, and often it's just having somebody ask them the question that people start to realise the ramifications, and they want to sort it out themselves. Do you
1: find that most people have got wills, or are you surprised that some people don't?
2: I'm always surprised that some people don't. Yeah. Yes.
1: Well, you must be so organised, Trudy.
2: <laughs> if only that were true. I do have my own will and enduring power of attorneys, I must say, because you, you can't be asking other people to do it if you haven't got your own house in order, I think. Yeah.
0: So just your question, we don't provide, no. we don't write the new wills. It's not something we're authorised to do, but we can Google Why you should have a will and send that article to the client (laughs) to say, you read this article, there's 20 points, 10 points here that you should think about and you should copy it off and take it to your lawyer and say, I've read this, I need to tidy things up.
1: Indeed. Now, truly, do you receive a schedule each year showing all of your covers, one page from your advisors?
2: You should do. I yeah. mean, it's something that we provide our clients. A lot of it is they might have a cover with more than one insurer, and that could be because they've got health cover as well. And it's really nice just to have one simple page. They know exactly the cover they have. The ownership, obviously, is there, that kind of thing. It's in at a glance, and it obviously every year to receive one.
1: Do you have an advisor?
2: I do. <laughs> is it you, He's pretty <laughs> yeah. good. He's pretty good. He pretty good. <laughs> I've heard about
0: him. He's not a bad sort. <laughs> no. what, what's happened uh, in the insurance business? If people took out cover 20 years ago, there's only a remote possibility that that advisor will still be servicing your business. Yes. Mm-hmm. They may have retired or left the business and the contact may have been lost. In which case, all you'll get is a notification of a premium due from each insurer. Mm. Whereas what we do is collate all of those together and send out one schedule. It might have two or three insurers on it, but they can see at a moment Mm. that they're uh, on one page, their insurances at a glance.
1: That's a good segue into the next question, Don. I mean, um, and Trudy touched on it a bit earlier, that something that we took out a year ago or 15 years ago, Is it still servicing our needs? Is it what we need today? It's not, is it?
0: Well, we're striking people who might have taken a mortgage out with a certain bank um, 20 years ago and the policy might be owned by that bank. They haven't banked with that insurer for 10 years and yet that bank still owns their life insurance. Mm. Uh, And they need to get the policy back, assign back to them and assign it to their spouse or to the new bank that People need to take ownership of the responsibility for looking after their affairs. And we can help. Yep. All they need to do is ring and say, uh, here's my question, Don. What should I be doing with this policy that is owned by someone who I have no connection with mm. any longer? And we'll give them advice on that. Yes.
1: What about medical uses, Don? If we have a medical problem, we haven't done anything about it or claimed on it. What can we do there?
0: Uh you mean if you have health insurance? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, w- most people tend to claim health insurance at the time they have a claim. Uh, but a few don't, and a few ring us to say I've had this major problem. I can't get into the public system for um, 18 months. And don't well, how do I claim on my medical insurance? And we teared it up for them. But one of the interesting things that we do have happen is that if a client has, say, life insurance and trauma cover, and there's one particular case that I had. i dealt with this fellow for 30 years, and he was very independent. He didn't want any assistance from us on, on a two- or three-yearly basis. And I rang him about four years ago, and he disclosed to me quite by chance that he had had leukemia 10 years earlier. Mm. And I said, I think that might be a trauma claim, And he said, oh, I rang the insurer at the time, and they said, no, it wouldn't be. And he said, I didn't like to bother you. So I said, have you got your health notes? And he was so well organized. Mm. In 20 minutes, he sent through all of his health notes. I sent them on to the insurer, and within a week, the insurer said, even though this claim was 10 years ago, he's got a valid claim, and if he'd come to us 10 years ago, we would have paid the claim, so we'll pay it now. And that was paid within 10 days.
1: It's marvellous, isn't it?
0: So it's worth just picking up You're the right. phone and You're asking your advisor, would I have a claim for this particular health issue?
1: I have my own case, nothing quite as dramatic as that, but it's, and it's worth asking the question. Um, some months ago, my daughter bought a brand new car mm. and uh, I was house-sitting with my wife and uh, I don't know how I did it, but... I took um, the blame. I damaged the brand-new car. Yes. It was in the garage, scratched the back of it when I put the garage door down on it. And uh, we thought, okay, well, you know, let's bite the bullet. We'll just get it fixed. But something in the back of my mind th- remembered that I'd heard somewhere that my household insurance would take care of it. So I rang my insurance company up and I said, oh, I'd like to put in a claim, thanks. And I uh, said, I understand that I'm covered through my household insurance mm-hmm. if I damage someone's property um, and they said, yes, you are. Wow. And it was great. I didn't have to pay.
0: Well, that's uh, the benefit is that you picked up the phone and asked mm. the yes, question. Indeed. Yes. 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 I, we wouldn't necessarily have known that answer because we don't do fire in general and mm. in car insurance. Mm. But if it was on life, trauma, mm. disability, yeah. whatever, we know. Mm. But just picking up the phone mm. solves Asking the, the problem. Dead yes. Right. Yeah.
1: yes. Okay, Trudy. Uh Talking to your clients on a one or two yearly basis, well, you're adding value to that, aren't you? Well,
2: we are. Lives. I think, yeah, we are. It's a lot of it is peace of mind for the person. A lot of people are in the same position as you maybe have been, yes. where you know that you've got cover, but you don't necessarily know what it is, um, and whether or not it's still appropriate or what, what insurer it's with. Um, and that's something that we're able to kind of go through with clients. And if you do it on a regular basis, you're constantly kind of tweaking, if necessary, anything that should be tweaked. And then you can kind of go away and, like a lot of people like to do with insurance, and then just forget about it. And we take take that kind of onus by um, contacting our clients for these reviews.
1: Peace of mind with you guys. That's what it, it's all about. It's,
2: it's peace of mind and taking the stress out of things.
1: Indeed. Just about out of time. So, Don, we're going to leave you with the last word.
0: Um, A lot of people are ambivalent about life insurance because it'll never happen to me. Mm. But I've had calls over the years uh, when a prominent person has died. And I've had a call from either the policy owner or the accountant linked to it or the, uh, the lawyer or the bank who's linked to that person And this is after they've died and before the funeral, just to say, Don, I understand that um, you deal with this person and that you are the insurance agent, and we need authority to be able to talk to the person from someone in the family. And let's assume we've got that. And their question is, just want to check that that insurance was in place. Mm -hmm. And then they'll say, so can you confirm the sum assured? and we can do that with our systems very quickly. Mm. But there's a reason they're asking, because there'll be an obligation to the bank or there'll be an obligation to a spouse or to children, mm. and they want to know now, mm. not after the funeral, now. Definitely. And I find it uh, it just reinforces what we do and it shows how important to policy owners and spouses and banks insurance can be when someone gets taken out early.
1: So we want to call the Stuart Group and get some of this fabulous advice.
0: Don, where are you and what's your phone number? We're 8788961 and we're 204 Karamoo Road in Hastings.
1: Don and Trudy, always our pleasure. You look after yourselves. We'll talk to the same time, same place next time.
2: Thank you, Keen. Thank you.
0: This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a volunteer-based community access station. For more information, go to www.radiokidnappers.org.nz Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this program available through funding the Access Internet Radio Project.